the, the hardest thing that I'm going through right now, because I can't believe how good God's grace is, but the hardest thing I'm going through right now is her correcting me. That tie don't go with that suit. Get you the right tie. Or those little things. You ain't got enough salt in that. Put a little more salt or a little more pepper, you know. Those kind of things. They, uh, they were very precious and, and you forget about them, you know. Uh, but uh, I just want to thank you for your prayers. And God's been very good to me. Uh, in First John, please. I want to start there. In the book of First John, I want to talk to you about the sacrificial death of our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Beginning in verse 1 of chapter 1 of 1 John. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you, that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we make Him a lie. We deceive ourselves, and truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Pray with him, please. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you bless the reading and studying of thy word. And I ask for your blessings upon everybody that's listening today as much as you bless me as I was studying and reading this portion of scripture and many others. We ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Brother Rodolph, the man who was preaching when I got saved, challenged me to do something that changed my life. And I would challenge you to do it too. Read the book of 1 John ten times without stopping. Read it over and over and over and over again. Because you got to remember something now. The book of 1 John is written to Christians, not written to the unsaved. Because if you read that first verse, it's talking about we, and that's us Christians. So it's written to you and I <coughs> as Christians. But what I want to talk to you about today is especially verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from 110 sins. And what it says is, from all sin. Amen? Now, follow that up with me, please. Uh, Hebrews 9, verse 27. <coughs> For almost all things are by law purged with blood. 
And without shedding of blood is no remission. Leviticus 17 verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that maketh atonement. Now watch this. Acts chapter 20 verse 28. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Spirit hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood. 1 Peter 1 verse 18 and 19. For as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a, blood, as a lamb uh, uh, without blemish and without spot. Now these verses are just a few that show that Jesus' blood atonement is in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. All the way through the Bible you'll find that Jesus' blood atonement is recorded there. Notice some seven things is taught about the blood atonement of Jesus Christ. Number one, the death of Jesus Christ was predetermined. His death was not an afterthought of God. His death was not an accident. His death was not an act of man, nor the spur or on the spur of, of a moment. His death the divine, was a divine plan of God for salvation for sinners like you and I. Jesus was a, uh, not a martyr, nor a victim of circumstances. God planned to give His Son before He ever cast the stars into space. Jesus' death was predetermined by God. I thank God that when I came in this world, or before any man may ever come on the face of this earth, God already had a plan for your salvation that you could be with Him. And that was through His Son's blood that was shed for the sins of the whole world. Number two, the death of Jesus Christ was prophesied. Now let me show you what I'm talking about. Go with me please to uh, Galatians. The book of Galatians chapter 4, and I'll read verse 4 and 5. But when the fullness of the time was come, you know every time I read that, I have to go back and think of something. God does everything on His timetable. Everything is done when God says so, and not before and not after. And when Jesus came in this world, He came exactly when God predicted it or told it it was going to. Notice what it says. When the fullness of time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman. I like that. Made of a woman. Made under the law to redeem them they were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. I thank God that Jesus Christ came in this world and it was predetermined that He would come and it was prophesied that He would come. Two things here. God requires blood for forgiveness of sin, number one. Number two, Jesus fulfilled that requirement. First John chapter 1, verse 29 Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. When he saw Jesus walking upon the earth, John, he said, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. You know why he mentioned Lamb there? Because in the Old Testament a Lamb was slain and his blood was shed. 
So he's talking about the Lamb of God being a blood sacrifice for you and I. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son for whosoever. Amen? In 1 John 1 verse 7 The blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin. I want you to watch something else. The death of Christ means eternal life for all who believe and trust in Him. In Romans chapter 5 verse 6 says Christ died for the ungodly. That's you and I. That's anybody. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 Christ died for us. You know why? Because Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says we're all sinners. We all need a Savior. There's none righteous, no, not one. Jesus is that Savior. In 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3 Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. If you want to know how Jesus died and what Jesus died for and all about Jesus Christ, you know where you have to go to then? To the church. No, you don't. To the pastor. No, you don't. To your religion. No, you don't. You have to go to the Bible. The Bible is a recorded word and the Bible is a recording of all that Jesus did to cleanse us from our sins. I want to show you what I'm talking about. Go with me to Isaiah. Isaiah, I love this chapter. I'd just like to read the chapter to you real quickly. won't take but a minute. <clears throat> One of the most precious chapters in all the Old Testament. Isaiah 53, verse 1. Who has believed our report? Every time I read that, I said, I did. Amen? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? To me. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground, he had no form or comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He had brought his lamb to the slaughter and the sheep before the shears had done, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. Shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he had poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. 
And he bare the sins of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Do you know what that very last verse is talking about? He bare the sin of many. You know why he didn't put it? He bare the sins of all because some will not receive him. Some will reject him. I thank God every time I read that verse. I thank God I believe in Him. I thank God that I put my trust in Him to wash all my sins away. Now I want you to listen very carefully to some verses. Jesus died that we sinners might live. In 1 John 1, 7, the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all unrighteousness, all sin. Then fourthly, the death of Christ is God's complete answer to sin. Hebrews 9.22 Without the shedding of blood is no remission. Colossians 1.20 And having made peace through the blood of His cross by Him to reconcile all things to Himself. By Him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Isaiah 44.22 Says He blotted out our sins. Micah 7 verse 19 says, He removes them as far as east from the west. Isaiah 38 verse 17 says, He puts them behind His back. In other words, 1 John 1 7 is still working. The blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Then, fifthly, the death of Christ is God's only answer to sin. The devil tries to give us many answers to our sin question in our life. For instance, he'll say you need a feeling or try to do some good works or live a clean life or just believe or that's just a few that the devil will try to trick you into believing. But there's only one answer to the sin question in a human's life and that's the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Then number six, the death of Christ is hated by the devil, Satan, by liberals, and by modernists of today. They all want to say, come down from the cross. It's not necessary for you to die. Did you know the devil put that in my mind right after I got saved? I, I, I went through this thing. Why did Jesus have to die for me? I said to myself a lot of times, as, as a young Christian, I wish I'd have been there that day. I'd have fought for Jesus. I would want to take Him down from there. But the more I got to study in the Word of God, and boy, I realized, oh, praise God, I wasn't there to take Him down. And praise God, there wasn't somebody else. He could have called 10,000 angels and just one of them had done the job. Amen? Just one would have took Him down. But He voluntarily went there for me. And if He hadn't, I'd have had no Savior. I'd have had no one to take me to heaven. I'd have had no one to die for my sin because He's the one, only one that can do it. I was talking to a man just the other day that don't believe that Jesus is God in the flesh. He believes in Jehovah. And I want to show you something. Did you know there's only one qualified to die for your sins? Who is it? It's God. It's God. There's only one good, the Bible says, that's God. Well, then who is Jesus Christ? If He's qualified to die for our sin, He's God in the flesh. And only God can shed His blood. And only God's blood is qualified to wash our sins away. Amen? 
So when you look upon that cross, and when you see that person dying for the sins of the whole world, that's not just another man. Did you notice the verse that I was reading a while ago said that God made him? You're not born like me and you. God, in other words, then Mary was just an incubator. Think about that for just a minute. That's all she was. Just an incubator for Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, to give birth. You know why? You can kill a man, but you can't kill God. And Jesus became man that He might die upon the cross for the sins of the whole world. Brother, that's a sacrificial death. And you cannot be saved without it. The death of Jesus Christ is hated by those liberals in the world today. They try to take it out of our songbooks. They try to take it out of the Bible if they could, every way they can. But I got news for you. It's the only avenue for you to be saved. Then lastly, the blood of Jesus on the cross is the theme of heaven's song. You ever go through our songbooks? I love our songbooks. I, I, I like to sit down sometime and just go through, just thumb through reading some of the words that God impressed the songwriters to pin down about God and His Son and heaven. And some of the songs that we sing, just like the one, number one there, where that's a diadem. What a pleasure it's going to be to sing the glory of God, the Lord Jesus, one day. But as you go through it, did you ever think about what heaven is really singing about? By the way, there's, I, I feel sorry for these churches that don't have any instruments in church. Do you know that a lot of churches don't believe in instruments? They harmonize. Man, if they wait for me to harmonize somebody, it's going to be a terrible day. Amen? But I love, I love music. David said he played on stringed instruments before God. Amen? You think about that for just a minute. Won't you listen to me very carefully now? Heaven's songs are different than what we would think sometimes. Let me read them to you. In Revelation chapter 1, <clears throat> Revelation chapter 1, and I want to begin to read, please, in uh, verse 5. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the king's earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and had made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindred of earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and was and which is to come, the Almighty. Now, that's the theme. Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. <clears throat> and look with me, please, in verse 8 and verse 9. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue 
and people and nation. Look with me in Revelation chapter 15, please. Revelation chapter 15 and verse 3. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thy King of saints. Every time I read these verses and think about these verses of Scripture, the question is, have you been washed in the blood? That's the whole question of all the Bible. Have you been washed in the blood? Because that's what we're going to be singing about. Notice, if you please, in verse 8 it said, And sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and to the song of the Lamb. What's he talking about? Go back and study it and you'll find out that they sing a song of praise unto the Lamb. When we get to heaven, we're not going to be singing, uh, you know, uh, about all other kinds. We're going to be singing about the Lamb. We're going to sing about say What for? Because He was slain for the foundation of the earth. In other words then, we're going to sing a song in just a minute. I want you to listen to it. I, I picked one, but I want to get another. I, I was, if I could find it. Uh, washed in the Blood, 124. Would you stand with me and let's sing this song? And I want to sing it all. And I want you to listen to the words of it. There's only four verses of it. But listen to the words. And I really believe this. When we get to heaven, this is the kind of song we're going to be singing. Amen? Amen? Verse 24. And if you haven't trusted Him, and if you haven't taken His shed blood, now's the time to do it. Right now. About 124. Page 124. I want everybody to sing it with me now. I'm waiting. I got two seconds. There you go. Let's sing it, please. Everybody, now sing it with me. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace and sorrow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood and the soul-cleansing blood? Sing it with me. Verse 4. 
Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin And be washed in the blood of the Lamb There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb Are you washed in the blood And the soul can be blood of the Lamb Are your garments spotless are they white question, isn't it? Glad I'm saved today, aren't you? Let's pray. Father, we give you the honor and the glory for just being in this place with your people and just rejoicing around the cross where Jesus shed all his blood for the forgiveness of every sin of the world. But I thank you.